Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Monday. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. I was curious what the point spread would be tonight with the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. Anybody want to guess? DraftKings odds for tonight. The Miami Heat are underdogs by how many points? Todd, you went to game three. I did. Okay. What's your sense of what the over, what, what's the point spread? The Heat are underdogs by four and a half. All right. Seton? Three and a half. Marv? Two and a half. Pauly? One and a half. Six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Six and a half point Nailed under. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, phone calls coming up. We'll get to those. By the way, the uh, Senior PGA Championship is going to be on Peacock and NBC coming up on Saturday at 2 Eastern. I was wondering about this. If you're Justin Thomas, are we going to remember what you did or are we going to remember what Mito Pereira did? Because he lost the PGA Championship. All he needs to do is have a par. That's it. A bogey, you know, he's going to get into a playoff. Double bogey, nothing. But you go back to the British Open when Jean Vandeveld melted down. Oh, no. And if you say, well, who won that British Open? Chances are you're not going to know the answer is Paul Laurie because we remember Jean Vandeveld. Sometimes you remember the person or the team that lost. And then you go, oh, that's right. They won. Justin Thomas has got two PGA championships. He's not giving them back. But I wonder if we remember what happened in losing the PGA Championship as opposed to what Justin Thomas did to win it. And those three playoff holes, he played great. Two birdies, par, and he ends up winning. But you come back from seven shots down final final round. That has to factor in as well. The comeback, but you can't have a comeback if somebody doesn't open the door for you. If... Mito Pereira plays well, then there's no comeback. It doesn't matter what Justin Thomas does. But when you shoot a 75, you've opened the door and you've allowed a couple of golfers, Will Zalatoris and Justin Thomas. But uh, Justin Thomas wins the PGA Championship. That's two majors for somebody who is uh, 29 years of age. He's also got 15 uh, tour wins. And a good friend is uh, Tiger Woods. So Tiger, part of the headlines... Uh, withdrawing on that final day, and then Justin Thomas winning the championship. Phone calls coming up. We'll get to those. Poll question for the final hour, Seton. Maybe we could do one off of what you were just uh, talking about with the PGA. All right. Which is more memorable? Justin Thomas or 
how he won or how Mito Pereira lost. Yeah. Do you put Tiger Woods withdrawing? Does that factor in at all to anybody? Okay. Okay. Yeah, Paul. I guess you could also ask, are there losses that are more famous than the wins associated with them? I, I think the Atlanta Falcons loss to me in my lifetime is the one where I've watched that back a few times, and there's a three or four plays as they go the other way. They, they comfortably win that game. And, you know, with the clock running and a first down or two, that, that loss to me, 28-3, to three, is so extreme. It feels like, the, to me, the Falcons were the story. But if you didn't have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the Patriots, let's say, I don't know, throw out a team that they ended up winning. Kansas City Chiefs. Like, they beat the Atlanta Falcons. I could understand that. We, we might not remember Kansas City as much as we wouldn't forget what Atlanta you know, did in, in uh, melting down there. Because it's Brady, Belichick, Legacies, another Super Bowl. That still kind of supersedes what happened to the Falcons. You go back to 03 with the Cubs and the Marlins and the Bartman uh, foul ball. We don't think about the Marlins. You think about the Cubs. You think about Bartman. And that overshadowed what you know, the Marlins did. Yes, Mark. Do we also put it Mavericks uh, Heat 2011 finals? Like, I know Dirk played great, but that ain't the story. LeBron, his brain leaving his body. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's held against LeBron as much as people think it is. You almost have to go, oh, yeah, and LeBron didn't play well, and then he mocked Dirk Nowitzki. That you forget. Oh, that's right. Dirk won a championship in 2011. But yeah, you're you're right. Miami was more of the story. It felt like. Um, but I I just remember that that they mocked you know his cough. They him and D Wade walk by and go, <laughs> and then all of a sudden Dirk's like, okay, how about you cough this up? Turn your head and cough on this one. Wow! <laughs> wow! That's a shirt. Where did that go come from? Uh, let's see. Anything else I need to mention? Uh, oh, I, I guess Daniel Snyder could be in jeopardy of losing the Washington Commanders. So there's a lot of behind-the-scenes talk. I don't have a source on this. I just know that everything that's gone on, and it's almost like the other owners are taking inventory here to say, you, uh, you, want, him in? you, you want him in? You want him in? You want him in? This is an ex- exclusive fraternity. And these owners have each other's backs because it feels like if I go after this guy, he might turn around and say some things about me that I don't want made public. I, I find it hard to believe that the NFL owners would vote Dan Snyder out. You know, the NFL should be disciplining him, but, you know, the, the commissioner is hired by the owners. And I don't know if anything's going to happen there, but... He's still the owner of the Commanders. It, it feels like no matter what happens, Daniel Snyder is, you know, when he said, oh, I'm not running the team, my wife is. Oh, okay. Yeah, we believe that. Um, and the commissioner hasn't really done much there, and maybe he can't. Like, we keep hoping that if I'm an owner, do I want that guy as a fellow owner? And I think part of the issue is you don't want Daniel Snyder airing your dirty laundry. And that might be the case here. All right, some phone calls. Scott in New York joins us. Scott, thanks for holding best and worst of the weekend. Hey, Dan. Hey, hey Scott. Six seven, six seven two fifty. Okay. And Seton took my best of the weekend. Uh, Man City versus uh, Aston Villa. So thank you for that, Seton. So I have a new one that I thought on the fly. Are you guys interested in seeing the Champions League Cup with Liverpool versus Real Madrid next weekend? Um, sure. I don't know. I guess. Champions League is fun. Yeah, but thank you, Scott. Thank you. Felt like Scott was, you know, under a waterfall or something there. Or he was driving in a convertible. Had a stream-like quality to it. Yeah. By the way, convertibles are overrated. Yeah, they are. The the actuality of them, but they're cool to own one and to say you have one. They look good. The actuality of the, riding it. The practicality of a convertible. It's kind of fun, though. No, because your hair's a mess and it's it's not good. And then if you're there with your wife and then, you know, she'll be like, ah, oh, my hair is... Yeah, see. There was one time we had a, uh, a loner 
my wife's car was in the shop getting fixed or something and they gave us a loaner and it was a convertible and it was like a lime green convertible and I felt very awkward pulling up to places later. It's like kind of like, who do you think you are kind of thing. Mm. Yes, Todd. And if your hair's not a mess, then you get that scalp burn for those of us yeah. that don't have a, yeah. much up there. Yeah, Paulie. But is there anything worse than someone has a convertible and rides around with the windows all up? That drives me berserk. Like, why would you have your windows up? Four windows up in that little corner window they put up? Yeah. That, that guy. Sometimes it's just that. Ugh. Yeah. I just find them overrated. They look good, and, and then you go, okay, let's get a convertible. Yeah. When we went out to Palm Springs, my wife goes, hey, I got us a convertible. I go, no. No, I don't, I don't want a convertible. And she goes, Okay. And then I, you know, I said, aren't you happy that we don't have a convertible now? Yes, Todd. I think it's also like the idea of the old waterbed. It sounds like a really cool, interesting thing, but I think it's not particularly comfortable. I laid on one once and that's just not a good thing. And then you, then you got to pee all night because you're kind of feeling like you're in the waves. I don't think it's a good idea. That's why they probably stopped making them, I would think. Wait, the waterbed made you want to pee? Yeah, just squishing around in the, in the waterbed made me feel, feel like I had to get up and pee, and it just does a number on your back. It's, you need something more flat and strong than that. Imagine how the waterbed felt. I'll forget about that. Oh. And then, it's, then, it's, then you made it it's leaking because you were you're too big for it and popped a hole in it. I did have a waterbed. Of course. Yeah. Uh, okay, Dan. 78 77 78 i think (laughs) that's the era yeah yeah uh but it was a guy who moved out of the house that i was in and then he left his waterbed and i'm like all right see what we have here (laughs) it's funny because as soon as you hear like oh yeah i had a waterbed it's like okay okay all right all right yeah Yeah. You want to come over and get seasick? Come on over, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ahoy, matey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sad. Uh, Sean in Florida. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan. How you? Uh, Good morning to the Danettes as well. Yep. I got a uh, best and best for you here this morning. Uh, My first best is uh, Justin Thomas kind of hanging in there, fighting back from seven under and watching him hug his dad and his family as he won the, uh, his second uh, major there. That was pretty awesome. Then my uh, second best of the weekend is the Lightning just demolishing the Florida Panthers. They haven't let them score more than one goal so far in this series. Uh, we beat them 4-1, 2-1, and 5-1. So we go tonight for the sweep. Pretty excited we can get the sweep. And I wanted to answer uh, your question that you asked Ernie about uh, who you would pair with Luca. Uh, I think if you paired either Clay Thompson or Damian Lillard, uh, I think they'd win some championships. I mean, obviously Clay's one of the best shooters of all time, but I think Clay and Luca together would be unstoppable. That's interesting. Thank you, Sean. I wonder about Rudy Gobert. It's um, just different kind of player in today's NBA, but I I wonder if that would be beneficial, more beneficial than. You know, another shooter. I mean, Damian Lillard would be awesome. Clay, Clay, we may not see Clay be the old Clay ever again, or maybe it's going to take till next year because there are moments where he's on the floor and you don't realize that he's on the floor. Yeah, Paul. Zach Levine of the Bulls is available Ooh. this summer. He appears to be the biggest name mm-hmm. amongst the biggest names. Jalen Brunson of Dallas, I think, is a free agent this year. They may yeah. have to pony up a little bit. Yes, they will. Did you see where Juwan Howard declined an interview with the L.A. Lakers? Be their head coach? Now, I, I respect it. I, I understand what he's doing. He's got two of his sons. One is just coming in as a freshman. I think that's Jet. And he's uh, considered a top recruit. He's got another son who's a bench player. But Michigan's going to stay loyal to you. They stayed loyal to Jim Harbaugh. You stay loyal to them and... How does that sound when you go, our coach turned down an opportunity to interview for the Lakers, John? I would stay if I'm Juwan. You could stay there 10 more years. Who knows how long you're going to stay with the Lakers? And you're really not coaching the Lakers. I mean, you're going to be named the coach. How long are you going to be there? LeBron's going to be there, what, one more year maybe? Then what? What are you going to do with Russell Westbrook? All the drama there, the front office. I would n- I no way I would take that job. If I'm Juwan Howard, I'd absolutely stay at Michigan. He wants to win something there, wants to bring back the glory. He's done a good job there, and um, he's declined to be interviewed for that job. 
And then you got Terry Stotts, Darvin Ham. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Maybe Quinn Snyder. But, you know, you, I, I don't think it's as coveted as people would think. Hey, you're going to be the Lakers head coach. Okay. It sounds good. But then all of a sudden you're going, all right, let me look at this roster here. And you're going to have to make Russell Westbrook work. I don't know if you're going to get, find a trade partner there. And if you do, you're just bringing in somebody who is not going to be there for long either. Yeah, Marv. Also, it seems like a three-year window tops for the Lakers. I mean, Frank Vogel was there for, what, three years, four years? He won a championship. Yeah. So let me move my entire family out here for – Maybe three years, four at best. No, there's no way that I would want that job if I'm Juwan Howard. Yeah, Mar. Even pre like this whole regime, like D'Antoni and Mike Brown, like those guys were gone. Byron Scott, they get rid of coaches so fast. Yeah, at tops you're going to be there three years. It feels like Michigan, you can stay there for as long as you want. Yeah, Paul. Darvin Ham, old school, back in the late 90s, he shattered the backboard yeah. versus uh, University of North Carolina when he was at Texas Tech. Yeah. There can't be too many coaches in the NBA have shattered backboards <laughs> before, if you think about it. Mm. Kerr, I'm saying no. And he might be the right choice. You bring in a, a young guy, going to have respect. Uh, he was on the Bucks coaching staff. They won a championship. And it, and it feels like he's in high regard. Yeah, Todd. But would Ham be kosher with the fans? They want like a big name. Oh, I they see want what a, you did. Hollywood. See, see what you did. You don't. You don't need Ham. I kind of do. On occasion, <laughs> I don't love Ham. I'm more of a pork guy. Also, very non-kosher. Pork item. off. Yeah. A little pork lo mein for me. A little spare ribs. Okay. But but. But they're very so non-kosher. You sort of have Ham. I'm Jewish. We talked about. That. I know ish. I'll have like a ham and cheese sandwich once in a while. It's not my first choice. I'd rather have a turkey sandwich. What rules do you sandwich. follow? I try to fast once a year on Yom Kippur, and on the high holidays, I'll sneak into Temple for a little while. Well, not sneak in. They'll let me in. Maybe fast a few more days. Oh, oh no. no. What? What? That's what? I walked into that. That's, that's not right. necessary. Bloop, bloop, bloop. No. No, that was tea. That was tea. I stepped right into that, and that's what I get. Okay. Uh, let me take a break. We got more phone calls coming up. <laughs> <laughs> bloop, bloop. Now we're doing that on our text chain. where uh, <laughs> I think the word bloop. We'll just bloop, bloop. Marv, are you going to get on the, the text train? You know what? Is this an official invite? Because I'm in. <laughs> How about if we win an Emmy, then I'll let you on there. Because wow. McLovin is still on the text chain. The old one. Wait, wait. I'm here now. No, McLovin's in the past, uh, especially after tomorrow. You're going to see McLovin tomorrow. How's that going to be when you see McLovin tomorrow night at the sports Emmys? You know what? It might be a little awkward. It might be a little bit Jimbo Saban. Whoa. Okay. I'm Because I'm snitching. So are you your Jimbo? Yeah, like all, all that junk you were talking. Okay. All right. all right. Yes, Todd. Do you do a tiny handshake or a wink and a nod? What's the initial, you know, What's going to be there? What? That first time you guys see each other face to face. Why do you got to do that? I don't know. I thought we were cool, Todd. We yeah. are cool. We are cool. I'm just, I'm bitter. I should have taken it out bloop, on bloop. Dan instead of you with the, uh, the weight joke. We're going to take a break. We're back after this on the award nominated Dan Patrick Show. And now a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something you can actually use, something you want, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match. Limitations, like Fritzy, apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In case you're wondering what the odds are for the next golf major, the U.S. Open, June 17th, according to DraftKings, who do you think is the favorite U.S. Open, June 17th? Pretty, pretty sizable favorite going into the U.S. Open. Yeah, Paulie? John Rahm. John Rahm. Fritzy? Scheffler. Uh, Scotty Scheffler. Seaton? DJ. All right. Marv? Brooks. Brooks. It's John Rahm. Then it's uh, Dustin Johnson. Then it's Scheffler. Then Justin Thomas. They got uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Rory and Colin Morikawa and Brooks. They're all the same odds. Tiger, plus 5,000. John Rahm is plus 900. Don't even know if Tiger will be playing in the Open. I think he committed to it, but uh, not quite sure. You know, John Daly, first day of the uh, PGA Championship, first couple hours was pretty fun. You know, I never thought that I'd see John Daly on top of the leaderboard of a major again. But he's out there. He got his golf cart. He's smoking his heaters, drinking his Diet Cokes. John Daly hadn't changed at all. You know, he was he went to a Hooters and he was at a casino over the weekend. John hadn't changed. I mean, he he looks a little different there with his beard, but um, got the wild pants there. But man, he's uh, he's gonna go out the way he came in, smoking heaters, drinking his diet sodas, going to Hooters. Yeah, Paul. Most guys would have at some point in their career had that like. Uh, epiphany or whatever you call it, and it would have lost 35 pounds, been jacked for a few you know years. Yeah, you know, a lot of athletes do that. They like remember Jason Duffner, the golfer. Yeah, he was big, and they were saying they're kind of having fun with his size when he was a younger golfer. And then he's like, you know what? I could change that. He, he changed it and got in shape. But then he disappeared from the PGA Tour. Right. It's like when I uh, had Jonah Hill on the show, and uh, 
I guess I didn't hear the question the way he was going to receive it. Because I wondered, you know, sometimes when a bigger guy loses weight, then he's not as funny to people. Like, it, it's part of the bit. And I think with Jonah Hill, he lost the weight. And I said, I think I was saying, basically, do people not think you're as funny? Something like that. And he said, I think, uh, can't believe you asked that question. Did you really just ask me <laughs> Did that? you really just ask that question? Yeah, Jonah Hill got a little too serious there. Like, okay, all right, we got it, Jonah. You know, you're an actor. Yeah, Paul. Now, there's a scene in the movie Funny People, which came out after we had that interview with Jonah Hill, where Jonah Hill's character is making fun of Seth Rogen's character and says, uh, you, you lost, since you lost the weight, you just look weird now, Seth. He's making fun of Seth Rogen's yeah, character. Yeah. It was kind of an offshoot of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe sample. Is that oh. life imitating art or art imitating life? Yes, Todd. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say, weren't you funnier when you were fatter? You might as well have said well, that. I wasn't At least that's how he heard it. Yeah. But I, I didn't mean it that way. I know way. you didn't. And that's the way he took it, unfortunately. was Oh, so I was funnier when I was like morbidly obese or something. Look, I, I... There was no ill will. It was like if you were interviewing Chris Farley, and Chris Farley lost 110 pounds, and you'd be like, do people look at you differently? Do you have different roles? Are you looked at different by Hollywood And now that you have a different look? Yeah. That's what you're going for. I know. I remember that. Yep. Yep. And uh, when he said, I, are you really asking me this? And I went, oh, boy. Yes, Mark. Yes, a stereotype of the funny fat guy. Yeah. Like, oh, like the, the ripped guys usually you don't thinking he's funny. It's, or, it's rare when a, a, a guy is is ripped, good looking, and you think he's really funny. But you pull it off somehow. Yes, I do. Thank you, Marv. There you go. Thank you. Like Dane Cook was different because that good looking guy, you know, you don't want to give the guy who is good looking and funny. Like you like the guy who's a little pudgy and you seem to go, that guy's funny. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, that's not fair. No, no, no. He shouldn't be that funny. But he is. Yeah, Paul. That's a great example. He's both funny and likable and good looking. I saw a thing about comedians years ago, and they had like a theory about why there's not really, like Brad Pitt is not going to be a great comedian. No one could believe that Brad Pitt had struggles and problems in his younger life. And that's why no one's going to laugh at their comedy. Yeah. When they come out and they go, oh, you'd never guess what happened to me earlier today. You know, they're making up a story and then you go, I'm not believe I'm not going to believe that. But you know what? If you had, you know, somebody that you go, that guy's had his struggles there. I believe I believe that, you know, John Candy. Yes, Todd. What if hypothetically someone was to go on stage and they're overweight and they're still not funny? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But that's not hypothetically. I know. That was just hoping you'd pick that up pretty quickly. It was just pathetically. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Marv. <laughs> Joe Magnell, uh came on our show when he was in New York, and he told us that. He was like, oh, you know, I was never the, you know, handsome guy. You know, I was always awkward. I was like, F-O-H. Like, come on, yeah. please. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, he's married to Sophia Vergara. Uh, Deli in Chicago. Hey, Deli, what's on your mind? Hello, Dan, and thanks for taking my call. Sure. I have a best and worst right. and, a, and a reference, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, the best is of, co- is, of course, the golf. I love the golf. And the worst was Paulie said uh, what he said about Rich Strike not being running in, in the Preakness. It was really a disappointment. And uh, he had her, I heard he had turf toe. Okay. Thank you, Deli. Of course, that turf toe. Yeah, turf toe. But he doesn't run on turf. Bloop. Yeah. He runs on dirt. Do you have dirt toe? Not turf toe? Dirt toe. Dirt toe. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. Best and worst of the weekend. What's going on? <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Hi, first Jeff. of all, first of all, good luck tonight. Win or lose. No, you guys it's tomorrow are night. Losers. No, it's tomorrow night. Oh, it's tomorrow night. <laughs> well, tomorrow night. Well, bro. good luck to me tonight, too. Okay, yeah, for sure. <laughs> win or lose, you guys are still losers in my book. I mean, winners in my book, <laughs> Thank man. You, you know, I love you guys. Thank you, Happy belated birthday to Sabrina and Lauren Chatrow, respectively. And best of the weekend is going to be the NBA playoffs. Nobody's talking about the Heat, and they're kind of flying under the radar. They kind of remind you of the 0-3 Pistons. It's like, are oh, they there? Great defense, and that's what wins the day for them. Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green, he really doesn't score, but the dude impacts the game 
Andrew Wiggins keeping him in the game, uh, basically being an unsung hero. Worst is going to be basically the same thing. Why didn't the police take Andrew Wiggins to jail last night, man, for that murder that he did? Wow. That boy put one on Luca. That was so bad it wasn't even funny. He had the man holding his head, and he didn't even get hit. I know. I I did. I had a problem with Luca trying to sell that. Now, it, it worked initially because they called it an offensive foul, and then they realized, uh, Luca. That's where they should give you a foul. That's sort of flopping, isn't it? This is what it sounded like with uh, Reggie Miller and Kevin Harlan last night. Brunson defends, snaps it outside to Wiggins. Goes by Bullock. Oh! Drops the I've got to see this again. Reggie will join us coming up tomorrow. <laughs> but initially it was an offensive foul. And then after that, they go, no, no, no. Uh, he might have clipped uh, Luca just a little bit. But that's one of those where you go, oh, man, I, I should have made a business decision and gotten the hell out of the way. Because you start to go up and then you realize you're going to come back down and he's still going back up. Baker in Montana. Hey, Baker, what's on your mind? DP, happy Monday to you. I've got a best and worst of the weekend. In fact, I have a bonus stat of the day, but real quick, you guys, I know the sports Emmys are tomorrow night, and I know you fellows want the hardware, and you deserve the hardware, but you're already winners in our collective (laughs) books. In fact, I looked at the other nominees. They can't hold you, Jockstrap. Thank you. Thank you, Baker. Um, Anyway, is it too late to respond to McLovin in terms of what the dress uh, attire should be tomorrow night? Because I have an idea on that, too. Okay, yeah. If if you tell him jackets are required, but that he has to wear an asterisk asterisk lapel pin, and when people ask him what the asterisk pin means, he has to say kind of sheepishly, I'm actually no longer with the Dan Patrick show. Wow. So I think I think that'd be good. But okay. anyway, best and worst of the weekend. The worst was definitely Mito Pereira's meltdown. It, it absolutely brought back flashbacks of the '99 British Open. But the best of the weekend includes the stat of the day. And the best of the weekend for me, as a Yankees fan, was when DJ LeMayu hit his grand slam on Saturday. All right. Well, thank you, Baker. Uh, Chris in Palm Springs. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Great, Chris. <clears throat> good, good, good. Hey, so. Uh, you were talking about Palm Springs earlier. Yeah, you know, we, I see a lot of people with convertibles. You, people have sunroofs. I have, what, 30% of cars? You never see them open. It's too hot out there. So yeah. I agree with you on that point. Right. But getting to the uh, Warriors, you know, I think one of the things Luca's not is, is lacking is, well, first off, it's his, his conditioning, right? If he gets more conditioned, he'll be better. But also, he's Jason Kidd coaching, I mean, there's times where he should call timeouts. You know, when the Warriors are coming out and they're switching up the defense, they're doing the box and one or the three-two zone, or going man, and they're standing around. No one's sending picks. If Kid would call a timeout, and there's times where uh, you know Luca gets frustrated and he's slamming the ball. They don't have anyone that can grab him and calm him down. And the Warriors, it's just joy to watch them play. Right? I, I love mean, how they. I just love the ball movement. And thanks for the phone call, Chris. I enjoy watching that. The extra pass. Um, but, you know, it, it's sometimes hard to watch, even though these are playoff games, everybody is shooting threes. And you just keep shooting threes. That's why when you have these comebacks, you have the comebacks because of the threes. That If you start making them and they start missing, then you can have these comebacks. You get blown out because you didn't make your threes. But you keep shooting the threes. And you can't sit here and say Jason Kidd was unbelievable and uh, out-coached Monty Williams in the previous series. Now, all of a sudden, Jason Kidd can't coach. Golden State is a better team. That's it. Just a better team. Rob in California. Hi, Rob. What's on your mind? Dan, what's up, bud? Uh, what's up, bud? Hey, man. What's up? Um, best of the worst of the weekend, and I got one little quick thing out there about a movie you're in. I just saw this weekend. My worst of the weekend, I'll start with my Giants getting swept by our little our little cousins to the south, the Padres. Oh, embarrassed. And my best of the week, uh, Paulie was talking about the Premier League last, week, uh, last day, about a live bet. Man City, 70th minute, plus 975. So I'm not going to tell you how much I bet, but I did, and I won. All right. But uh, 
about this? I'm watching a movie Saturday, and I totally forget you're in this movie. 1998 sports movie. I watch the Peacock a lot, and I never see this. Uh, uh, I never see your your uh, poster up of this movie. I always see a lot of the ones from one year with Sandman. I never see this one. You had all time hair. You and Kenny Maine. What's that movie, Dan? Basketball. I I love that movie, but I forget you're in it, and you guys are doing. You guys are doing assessments of the playoffs, or this or that has to happen for this to for these teams to play, and I'm like, whoa, that's a young all time there. <laughs> that yeah. was that was a long time ago. Thank you, Rob. Um, I remember they just let us at at Kenny Maine and I. We got to ad lib our scenes in there, and they just sort of let us go, and it was wild. Because you had Al Michaels and Bob Costas there. You had the South Park guys. I mean, there were a lot of people in there. And I had I had no idea if anybody was going to watch this movie. Yeah, Paulie. You got Tim McCarver, Jim Lampley, Pat O'Brien, you, Kenny Maine, Bob Costas, Al Michaels. Uh, Yasmin Bleeth from Baywatch was in there. Yeah. You weren't in the scene with her, were you? No, I was not. Ugh. No. Not during the movie. There you go. Whoa. Go. Waterbed. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I got Dale Earnhardt in the movie, Senior? I uh, didn't see him. Wow. Yeah. A lot of times when we would shoot scenes, there nobody's around because it feels like they go, oh, you got the day off. We got these two sports center schlubs coming in here. And, uh, you know, we might not see people. Because a lot of the actors, they're not going to show up on the day that they're not shooting. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Tyler in Colorado. By the way, our Tyler is back after uh, a week out, but he's uh, he's here. Yay. Yay. Yeah, Paul. He got right back to it, taking care of that dog this morning. I didn't think he was going to be able to crank it back up. Yeah, well, I brought my puppy in, and Winnie went right by Tyler. Tyler's like, oh, come here. Like, it's going to be a big reunion. Winnie just blew right by him and wanted to go see where Penny was. Yes, Todd. And Winnie had a mask on, so there's some distrust still there. <laughs> a couple <of> days. <laughs> uh, she's very COVID conscious, my puppy. Uh, hey, Tyler. What's up? Six one two fifteen. My uh, my best of the weekend was my Tottenham Hotspur football club making the Champions League. Sunny scoring two to get the Golden Boot, the second Hotspur to get a Golden Boot in a row, the first Asian to get the Golden Boot. My worst of the weekend here in Colorado, uh, Nazim Kadri having to get extra security, uh, death threats from St. Louis Blues fans, take it easy. Uh, could look a little bit better from a good hockey town there. So go Avs and uh, love the show. Thank you, Todd. John in Palm Springs. We're really popular in Palm Springs. Hi, John. Good morning, gentlemen. First time, long time. Five eight one forty five. Hey, originally I'm from Coachella, where one weekend uh, our chief fire closed out Coachella, and then Darius uh, was a stagecoach. So that was a pretty awesome weekend. If you guys ever get that chance, I'd recommend it. Oh, good. But uh, best of the weekend, I'm uh, out here in Carlsbad. I'm actually staying in Oceanside, right down the street from Link Soul, and uh, ran in the Carlsbad Five Thousand. Got a personal best twenty three twenty nine. Okay. And uh, worst of the weekend was uh, seeing uh, Tiger struggle as uh, the, somebody who's been through uh, some uh, surgeries here recently and uh, to see somebody not be able to come back uh, like they want to be, it was pretty hard to see. But uh, wish them all the best in the future and good luck to you guys tomorrow night. Thank you, John. Man, we're going to be letting a lot of people down tomorrow night. We are. Or consistent. We do it every year. Yeah, but it, it, there's, there's more buildup this year. It just feels like there's more people now interested to see what happens tomorrow night. Yeah, Mark. So does everyone have their outfits ready for tomorrow night? Does it did anyone ask anyone else about their about their, you know, no. for their input? Nope. Ask your wives? Nope. Nope. I just I'll dress like a loser. Track suit it is. Like I always do. Yeah. Just dress like a loser. All I promised was party bus. We would have some uh cocktails Maybe pizza on the way back, and but I, I can't give you anything more than that. Yeah, Paul. My favorite sports Emmy loss moment. There's been a bunch, <laughs> but uh, the one that stands out is year two 
we lost. And we've always joked. Remember Tom Rinaldi used to work for ESPN. Now he's at Fox. And he always did, did the, you know, the, sar- the serious stories and the sad stories. Yeah. If Tom Rinaldi's there, something went bad. And we're standing outside. I think Seton's next to me. And we're kind of waiting to leave. And people are taking pictures of their Emmys. There's this Emmy picture station where the, all the winners are. It's like the cool kids. And Tom Rinaldi walks up to Seton and I puts his hands on our shoulders and goes, Sorry, fellas, but I'm here for you. And I laughed so hard because Rinaldi got the joke in the moment. And yeah. we had pictures with him. It was great. Yeah. When they go, and Tom Rinaldi has more. You know somebody has died, lost a limb, coming back from, you know, cancer, something. Tom Rinaldi has more. It seemed like a normal autumn day. Five men. Five nominations. Four losers. <laughs> Let's take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Reggie Miller on the program tomorrow. Greg Olson, the uh, Fox NFL analyst, former NFL tight end. He'll join us coming up. David Spade's going to join us on Wednesday. I saw his uh, stand-up special on uh, Netflix. Some uh, really funny stuff there. Uh, Eric Spolstra says Tyler Hero will not play tonight. He's got a groin injury. Jimmy Butler will warm up with the intention of playing. They already got a couple other players that are probably not going to play. Kyle Lowry hasn't been able to play. Gabe Vincent, I don't know if he's going to play either. Marcus Smart a little banged up, but uh, that'll be interesting. Right now, the Miami Heat are six-and-a-half-point underdogs. That might change a little bit here. Some phone calls. Uh, let's see. Tim in uh, Wisconsin. Hi, Tim. What's on your mind today? How are you, Dan? Hi, Tim. Uh, I, no matter what happens with the uh, award, yeah. I want to let you know that you have every reason to think that you are the best show on the face of the earth, as far as sports is concerned. Thank you, Tim. Uh, you kept a friend of mine alive for six months. He had a lot of demons, and they he finally succumbed to them. But your show, he called in, first time he called any radio show in his entire life. Your screener was kind. Um, you treated him well. Um, this is really hard. And for six months... He said nothing but good things about you and your show and how how he, you're one of you were one of his heroes. And so no matter what happens with that award, know that you kept somebody you and your show kept somebody alive as a loyal listener um for 6 months before the demons finally caught up with him. So that to me and is worth more, I think, than any award ever. The gift of life that you gave somebody. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, Tim. I think during COVID, we found maybe a different purpose for this show, that we understood that if you're not going to work and the kind of the role we play in your life every day, we don't take it for granted. We're very lucky to have this opportunity. We want to keep it fun. If if you want to talk about serious issues, other issues, political issues, you'll find those elsewhere. You know, if it if it involves sports, and I think it's worthy of bringing up, then we do. But for the most part, I I, I want this to be, um, I guess for the lack of a better word, entertainment. You know, we just we we enjoy having a good time. We have a good time with each other every single morning, and hopefully that spills over to wherever you allow us into your life. And I always felt that way when I did Sports Center. You let me into your home. I mean, it's personal. When you let me into your car, it's so personal. And I appreciate that. Always will. And it's the one thing that I'll miss when I decide to stop doing this, is that ability to be able to have some small impact on your life. It could be somebody we talk to. It could be a stat. It could be something silly. And uh, it's not lost on us. We get that opportunity to do it every single day. Well, Monday through Friday. I try to do it on Saturday and Sunday. It's just my audience is really small. It's usually my wife and my dog. And they're a tough audience. Colin in New York. Hey, Colin, what's on your mind? Hey, hey, Dan. You, you respond, your response is going to be Bobo Ganoush. Do you say that? Baba Ganoush? Yeah, you say Bobo Ganoush. Baba hey. Ganoush. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Malagatani. Todd, do you know okay. what we're going on? Going on? on? Okay, okay. 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 All right. That's okay. Let's, now, I have something silly. I have a silly song. I can play it on my computer, or I sign it to you guys. You can play it with your audio. Do you want me to just play it? It's real quick. It's just a minute. It's silly. No, I don't think I'm going to take a chance here, Colin. <laughs> you, you lost me with Baba Ganoush. No. Maybe uh, send it to Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Start your own show, Colin, then we'll tune in and we'll listen to that. Now, this day in sports history, Paulie? Got a bunch, Dan. Uh, 1876, Boston's Joe Borden pitched the first no-hitter in the history of the National League. Uh, 1926, Hack Wilson became the first player to hit a home run at the Wrigley Field scoreboard. 1948, Joe DiMaggio hit home runs in three consecutive at-bats. 
1962, the NBA agreed to transfer the Philadelphia Warriors to San Francisco. On this date in 2002, the Dodgers' Sean Green set a baseball record with 19 total bases. They beat the Brewers. He went 6-for-6, six six, four home runs, six runs scored. Oh, Todd's interested because Sean Green's Jewish. Nice Jewish boy. That's, a, that's quite okay. a day. That's bigger than your bar mitzvah almost. Yeah. Uh, what'd you learn today, Tom? You once had a waterbed back in the late 70s, 1978 yeah. player of the year. Yeah, That's yeah. Seaton, what'd you learn? Ernie Johnson is the man. Ernesto. Marv. You won't be accepting Ernie's Emmy Award. Paul. I guess I guess the exact year of your waterbed. Callaway's Chrome Soft isn't just better for better players. It's better for everyone. Everyone. Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, Chrome Soft XLS. Best tour performance for every type of game. Find yours today at CallawayGolf.com slash ChromeSoft. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, the all-around support. For all of us here, we'll do it again tomorrow. Talk to you then. One more item. We close out the show. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? I'm asked this occasionally. And I say, because every great day begins the night before. And then you could see this puzzled look on people's faces. Yeah, you get a great night's sleep. You got a better day. They go, oh, okay. No better time to try the Sleep Number Challenge by Sleep Number. It's a 30-day sleep wellness program shown to improve sleep quality, change your sleep habits for the better, and you can check out the program for free. You go to mysleep30.com. Most people see big improvements in their sleep by weeks two and three. Also, make sure you go to Sleep Number, Sleep Number Store, or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. You can uh, get proven quality sleep because every great day starts the night before. It's time for Sleep Number's Memorial Day sale. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen now. Just under $2,000 for a limited time. Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.